Wow. This is our 10th episode of this podcast. This is our 10th episode. I can't believe we've gotten this far. 10th episode of my podcasting career. And just 10th episode of this podcast. I can't believe we've gotten this far. What else could go wrong? Oh, well, Reds are second to last in the division. Well, that's great. Welcome to 52 Weeks of MLB Baseball, a podcast show that covers all 52 weeks of the MLB year, starting from 1 to number 52. Today is our 10th, 10th episode and the 10th, first 10th, yeah, this, today is our 10th week of the 2021 season and our 10th episode overall. So please stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Subscribe if you haven't. And I would like to thank all my listeners out there for staying with it and just listening to this podcast. Thank you, and please enjoy. Ten episodes in, excruciating nine weeks, and we finally got to number ten. It wasn't that excruciating, really. It was It was fun. I'd like to thank everybody out there who stayed with me who's listened and kept listening to me through all the weeks, including that boring week seven. Well, yeah, boring week seven that we had. Thank you for listening and just getting through it. We are now to our 10th episode. Wow, it's finally, it's finally here. I can't believe I could actually get this far. So our 10th tenth episode overall. 10th week of the MLB year. Please enjoy. And let's get this started. And without further ado, we're not going to celebrate. Well, we're going to celebrate, but we're going to celebrate doing some baseball talk. So let's get on to the spring training. And the second week has begun. I cannot. I'm just, I cannot believe it. Baseball's almost here. A little bit over two, a little bit under two weeks away. And I just cannot wait for April the 1st, opening day in Cincinnati for the Reds, of course. But everybody else, too. I mean, you know, I guess they count. Anyway, so let's start off right with the Cactus League standings. So we got the Cactus League today, and there are going to be a bunch of games going on tonight, today and tonight. So if you want to listen or watch those games, I highly encourage you to do that. Because we all need some baseball in our lives, so... Baseball is one of the great sports, and it just brings joy to our lives. So go ahead and listen, watch. Even if you don't like it, you might like it anyway. All right, Cactus League standings. Wow. The Kansas City Royals are at the top with a 9-3 record. Kansas City. I can't believe that they're doing that well in spring training. Again, it's only spring training, so they might not be as good in the regular season, but still a surprise. At number two, we got the Chicago Cubs, 7-3 record. Um, seven wins, three losses. Chicago is actually doing pretty well. Jock Peterson had a big week list this week, so Chicago fans, keep out for him. Um, at the number three spots is will be the Los Angeles Dodgers. Six wins, three losses. Um, it's the Dodgers. What, what else do I have to say? At number four, Colorado Rockies. They are six wins, four losses. Colorado has actually had a pretty good spring this so far, so... Um, hopefully they can continue that on into the regular season if they can. 
At number five, the LA Angels with a six win, four loss record. So the Angels, Mike Trout also had a huge week. He exploded for his first home run. He had a big week this week, so keeping it out for Mike Trout, and that's that's good that he's showing some signs like that. At number six, Milwaukee Brewers, six wins, five losses. Milwaukee, again, and that's just where we're going to have to cut it off. We're going to go on with the rest. Milwaukee has been has had a pretty good um, spring train up to this point, and today actually is going to be one of the games you might want to watch. So uh, keep in mind out for that, and uh, – yeah, so Milwaukee Brewers, number six, six and five. So for the rest of the league, well, hang on, I'm not going to cut it off yet. At number seven will be the Cleveland Indians with a six and six record. Six wins, six losses. That And the Indians have started out the spring pretty hot, and now they're kind of slowing down. Um, Yu Chang, I haven't heard much from him since last, last week. But uh, Bobby Bradley, though, has had a pretty good week. So he's going to try to fight for that first base spot. Okay, moving on with the rest of the league. At number eight, Oakland Athletics, five wins, five losses. Number nine with the San Diego Padres. They also have five wins, but they have six losses. At number 10 in the Cactus League standings will be the Texas Rangers. They have four wins and five losses. Number 11 will be the Arizona Diamondbacks. They have four wins and six losses. At number 12 will be the San Francisco Giants. They have three wins and five losses. At number 13 will be the Seattle Mariners. They have two wins and four losses. At number 14, the Reds have will be the Cincinnati Reds. They have three wins, but seven losses. And number 15, still in the bottom of the division, will be the Chicago White Sox. They only have one win and seven losses. Wow, the Reds, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping this is not a bad omen for the rest of the year because the Reds just, I, one can only hope. The Reds have not been that good this spring. They've had those. They've had some wins that have been pretty close and have been pretty good. Michael Lorenzen yesterday was just absolutely. Um, a couple days ago, actually, not yesterday, was absolutely horrible. He was not. He didn't look like a starting form kind of guy. Um, Tyler Malley, though, for the Reds looked really good in his first start um, as they beat the White Sox yesterday. So. You know, I always like that, though, is that you're not the last in your division, but, you know, so you can always keep your head up high because you know that that team is going to be the last in the division. And as I say that now, the White Sox are going to pass us. I can feel it. Anyway, uh, we're going to move on now to the Grapefruit League standings. That has been a pretty competitive league, actually, um, the Grape- Grapefruit League. So, um yeah, let's move on and see that. So let's get started with it. Okay, so at number one, last last time as well, they were also at number one. Was, yeah, I think they were. Yeah, so they're at number one last time as well. So at number one will be the Miami Marlins, a four-win, one-loss record. Miami has been playing really well. Their pitching has really stood out for them. They're hitting, it could get better, but Miami starting off really hot. That's good for them. Number two, passing up the Tigers will be the New York Mets with a five-win, three-loss record. New York has turned it has turned it on the past week. They have shown what they can do. They have gotten their their wins up and that that's a good that's a good sign for New York. Hopefully that can spread in to the regular season for the Mets. 
At number three in the Grapefruit League standings, with the Detroit Tigers, a six-win, four-loss record. Wow. Detroit, um, their only one of their, some of their two losses came from Buck Farmer. I don't know if you remember Buck Farmer at all, but Buck Farmer used to be a really high talented prospect, and he was like, I think he's going to be like a really good pitcher. He has not been that good at all in spring training. Two losses, and that's what kind of the main reason why Detroit has fallen back. Um, six and four record though. Hopefully they can get over that and get over the hump and get better again. Also, number four, competing with the Tigers, the New York Yankees, a six-win, four-loss record. Jamison Tyone, we're going up today. Um, and, you know, he showed some pretty good glimpses of of a pretty good pitcher in spring training. And hopefully he can keep that going uh, into the next into – into the regular season. So, that's, that's good. And number five will be the Pittsburgh Pirates. Wow, I had to look for a second. I'm like – Really, Pittsburgh, um, with a five win, with a no, with a six win, four loss record. Pittsburgh has been keeping it up the spring training. They have been hitting, and their pitching has been decent from the bullpen and sometimes the starters as well. At number six, with the Toronto Blue Jays, with a six win, four loss record. Toronto, that's good. You want to be up there in spring training height. You you want to be up there in the standings in spring training so that hopefully you can transfer over the regular season. But again, this is spring training, so we really don't know what's going to happen. Number seven with the Washington Nationals, four wins, three losses. Washington, a big leap from last week. It's it, that's really good, especially if you're. Yeah, especially if you're them, you want that huge leap that you, that that they got. So that's. That that's that's good for them. All right, moving on. What's this team? All right, so yeah, moving on. Number eight is at a five and five record. I'm not sure what I wrote down here. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, that's number eight in the standings. I'm sorry, I don't remember what I wrote down here. Uh, oh, okay, I got it now. I'm sorry. I, I thought it said Browns at first. I'm like, what the heck? Anyway, I'm sorry for the confusion. Sorry for the uh, interruption here. At number eight will be the Atlanta Braves with a 5-5 five and five record. I need to work up on my handwriting so I can uh, read it to you guys better off the page because, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> At number nine will be Boston Red Sox, five and five record. Number ten, the Minnesota Twins, also five and five record. Number eleven, the Philadelphia Phillies with eleven and six record. Number twelve will be the Tampa Bay Rays with a four and six record. Number thirteen will be the St. Louis Cardinals. They have a two and four record. At number fourteen will be the Baltimore Orioles. They have a three wins, but again, like the Reds, they have seven losses. And at number 15 will be the Houston Astros 2-6 and six record. So that's basically that for the Grapefruit League standings. Um, the top five are basically like from last week. Uh, and it's, it's going to be a competitive league, I think, as well as the Cactus League. I'm interested to see who's going to finish number one. Um, but if the Marlins keep it up, they're going to they're gonna be a good team. So watch out for them for the rest of the spring. All right, moving on, we got the league leaders um, for the batting categories and the pitching categories, and then we got the uh, team batting and average and all that stuff. 
Okay, so batting average individually, the leader is Jock Peterson with 529 batting average. He's from the Chicago Cubs. And what the big thing about Jock Peterson is that he has been on fire this past week. He has been a really good hitter and it and showing glimpses like the 2015 Jock Peterson where he went to that final round against Todd Frazier in the home run derby. He was an all-star that year. He is looking really good and apparently liking Chicago's system. OPS, the leader for that individually, again, is Jock Peterson with a 2.071 from the Chicago Cubs again. And Jock Peterson leads in OPS. Last last week it was Brandon Nimmo who led an average and OPS. Today is Jock – this week is Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson, again, looking really good. So I just talked about him. So what else do I need to do? For games, we have five tie games played. We have five people tied, all with 11. Stuart Fairchild from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Pete Cosma from the Oakland Athletics. Wyatt Matheson from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Buddy Reed, again, from the Oakland Athletics. And Bryce Terung from the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, the guys who really stand out are Stuart Fairchild and Buddy Reed. They are top prospects in those systems, and that and the fa- the fact that they've played eleven games is really good. Stuart Fairchild actually came over came over to the Arizona in a Archie Bradley trade from last year. I was so heartbroken when we lost him because I actually got to see him play in Dayton, and um, he's going to be a good outfitter, I think. And so the Diamondbacks need to keep out for him. At home runs, we have two tied, with both with five. It will be Joey Gallo and from the Texas Rangers and from the Chicago Cubs, Jack Peterson. Yep, Jack Peterson did hit five home runs this past this past. Well, actually, I think it's like maybe like four, three or four. But anyway, a bunch of home runs for Jack Peterson. He has had a solid week, hot week. Keep it up, and he actually might win. Well, I'm not gonna tell you about that yet. So. Anyway, moving on. RBI, we got several tied with this, including Joey Gallo from the Texas Rangers, Jock Peterson from the Chicago Cubs again, and Bobby Bradley with nine. All of them with nine from the Cleveland Indians with Bobby Bradley. They, he has had a good week as well. Bradley has hitting the RBIs, gained the extra base hits, and hopefully that's a good sign for Cleveland first baseman to come that hopefully Bradley gets that spot. Jock Peterson, again, on fire, gets nine RBIs. Joey Gallo has been hitting well. That's good. I have him on my fantasy team. Hopefully he gets me points, but that's not the point. That's good for the Rangers so they, that they can, you know, kind of continue on and get in there. Next will be the pitching leaders. Individually, we got a lot of them, so let's get on. Let's get on with this with the ERA for our tie with a zero ERA. Sandy Alcant Sandy Alcantara Al- Alcantara I- Alcantara Alcantara I think is what it's pronounced from the Miami Marlins. Austin Gombert from the Colorado Rockies. Nick Needert from yeah Nick Needit Needit yeah Needit again one of those weird names. From the Miami Marlins and Thomas Parsons from the St. Louis Cardinals. ERA has been a top spot for Miami, and they've got two guys up there who have a zero ERA. Um, their pitching has been really good, so that's just 
And he got in the ERA one. Wins. We've got five tied. All of them with five wins. That will be Chase Anderson from the Philadelphia from the Philadelphia Phillies. Josh Fleming. Well, actually, it's not five. It's two. Two wins. Uh, Josh Fleming from the Tampa Bay Rays. Anthony Kay from the Toronto Blue Jays. Tyler Matzek from the Atlanta Braves. And if you remember him, Jordan Montgomery from the New York Yankees. Yep, and Josh Fleming is probably the one that stands out here is because he's a prospect. He's He looks to be really good, hopefully, in the future. And, uh, uh, again, hopefully bolster that rotation that was lost by the Tampa Bay Rays thanks to Blake Snell and Charlie Morton. Losses. We got several tied as well, including all with all with two, by the way, including Buck Farmer, Detroit Tigers, Michael Lorenzen from the Cincinnati Reds, and Yusei Kikuchi from the Seattle Mariners. All stand out. Buck Farmer again. I talked about him. Michael Lorenzen is not been having a good spring. Um, hopefully he can turn it around. He's had a high ERA, and Yusei Kikuchi. Um, I don't know how to grade him at all either because it's just like he had so much hype coming into the MLB and it's like it's not there anymore. Um, so now moving on, saves, several tied again, including they're all tied with two, including Scott Barlow from the Kansas City Royals, Jesse Beidel from the Cincinnati Reds, and Thomas Pannoni from last week from the LA Angels. So the only change here is that Jesse Beidel is from the Red Reds' is got two saves he's gotten those both two saves and the three wins that the reds have had scott barlow has um not changed and so is not thomas panadoni vital is a spring train invite for the reds um and he's trying to show his stuff so he can get to that bullpen and he might actually the way he's pitching right now he actually might innings pitched are next we've got two tied here and we've got Trevor Bauer from the L.A. Dodgers and Kyle Wright from the Atlanta Braves with 8.1 innings pitched. Yeah, they both just beat out a couple of other people because they got 8.1 and innings pitched, and other pe- and then the other people pitchers had eight innings pitched. So by one third of an inning <laughs> is was it was that Matt was the leader. So there, that's who's leading it right now. Moving on to Whip, and we got one leader there, Thomas Parsons, with a from the St. Louis Cardinals with an 0.32 ERA. Yep, he is the same one who is tied in ERA as well, an 0.32 Whip. Um, looking pretty good for Parsons. Hope he can keep it up out of the bullpen, and you know, just do well for the Car- Cardinals. Um, of course, I want the Cardinals to fail because I'm a Reds fan, but you know. Do the best you can, man. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Moving on to team statistics leaders. We've got two categories from batting for team statistics and two categories for pitching and team statistics. Um, uh, for the batting, that is home runs, average, and for the pitching, it will be ERA and saves. So, Team Home Runs will go to the Kansas City Royals, 23. Wow. The Kansas City Royals basically went off and set a bomb off this past week, hitting a bunch of home runs, getting their total up to 23. That's basically the only way they're scoring right now. And they have been hot 
really hot. Um, and hopefully they keep it up. They're, they are the best team in MLB spring training baseball right now with a 9-3 and record. So, again, hopefully they can keep it up. Team batting average, Chicago Cubs, 286. Thanks to Jock Peterson, the Chicago Cubs found their way onto the standings list with a 286 batting average for the team. Jock Peterson contributing to that with a 529. He has been hitting really well. And the Chicago Cubs have been playing really well as have been playing really well also. So it's hopefully they can keep it up and get that batting average still. And maybe they'll finish. At the end of the at the end of spring training as a team batting average leaders. Who knows? Anybody could. Spring training. So moving on to the pitching part of it. Team ERA. Miami Marlins with a 2.85. Yeah, Miami pitching has been a really good stud. Uh, that's like the thing of spring training right now, is that Miami Marlins pitching has been really good and hopefully they can keep it up. Sandy Alcantara. With a zero ERA, they've got other starting pitchers and bullpen people out there who have just contributed to doing really, really well. The Marlins, I'd be looking out for their pitching this upcoming year. I really, I really would. Team saves. We've got the Kansas City Royals with seven. Yep. Scott Barlow in that leading category, and then a um, couple others for the Royals as well. Seven saves. Um, last week they had a save for every win. Now they don't. They have seven saves for nine wins. So uh, good ratio still. Um, saves. It, I don't know how to grade saves because you want to have a blowout win sometimes. But if it's a close game, you still get a save. That's pretty good. So yeah, we're gonna be moving on to other news that's been going on this past week. Some other news, um, not as much. We do have another free agent signed as well. Jake Odorizzi has signed a two-year deal with the Houston Astros. Jake Odorizzi, the former Minnesota Twin, and wow, the Astros needed it. Without Justin Verlander, Framber Valdez, and now Forrest Whitley, who's had to have Tommy John, it's a good thing that they signed Jake Odorizzi because he is probably going to be in that rotation in the start of the year because it's just Jake Odorizzi – it's just that's a good sign for the Astros because they are not doing well on their rotation right now. And just blessed that they can actually get something going because I had them picking for the West winners. And I want to see them win the West. I, I really do. Um, but without that starting rotation, it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be tough. Other news as well, Nick Markakis, if you don't remember him at all, after a 15-year illustrious MLB career, retires. He says he's getting it. He says it's his time. You know, he said, he said, like, you know, that feeling when you get that feeling when it's your time. And he's he felt like it was his time. Um, because he wants to go home, spend more time with his family, and I that's 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 agreeable. Uh, that's what you usually do when you retire. So Nick Markakis, um, though, retires. I thought he was going to be one of those guys who could be a potential Hall of Famer because he was close. He was He's very close, and he might possibly be. Um, he might be one of those later Hall of Famers, but he still might possibly have a potential, might have a potential 
to still get in there, and that would be nice to see. He was one of my favorite players as well because he just he hit like an old fashioned baseball player. He really, he really did. And that's an art that is lost. So here's his stats, his final career stats. He had two thousand one hundred fifty four games. He had two thousand three hundred eighty eight hits, one hundred eighty nine home runs. RBIs was one thousand forty six. His career batting average is a 288, and his career OPS on base plus slugging was a 781. So sad ending for a great career that Nick Marcakis had. Um, the things that stand out to me are his batting average, his RBIs, and his hits. His hits, I really thought if he had played a couple more years, he might be able to get 3,000 hits or at least get close to it. And he's... Um, I think 121st overall in MLB hit standings, just above Ryan Sandberg with two hits, just above, just two hits above him. The RBI is 1,046. That's good. You're when you have a career where you've had RBIs over 1,000. You're that. That's a good sign. And then your career batting average, you're, you're close to 300. That's a good sign as well. So 288 batting average. Again, one of my favorite players. As well, and he retires. Um, yeah, you just kind of wonder what could have been if he just kept going. But you know that happens, and when you want to, when it's set, when you know it's your time, that's just what happens. So, and you retire. All right, so that was the other news. I'm gonna give you now the games to watch for today. Um, one that is going on right now, I think, yeah, will be going on about right now. The Yankees versus the Tigers, same thing as last week, and about the same time, and is at the same time too. At 1:05 p.m., they just started. We had we had Jam- Jameson Tyone versus Julio Tehran. Julio Tehran, I did not know, signed with the Tigers. Um, Jameson Tyone, though, uh, again pitching today. Hopefully, he can. Oh, I don't know what happened with him. But uh, hopefully he does pretty well. So if you are still listening to this uh, afterwards, get on the TV and watch that because that's going to be a pretty good game. So again, Yankees versus Tigers, same as last week, except different matchups. So moving on, Dodgers-Indians will be at 3.05 today. Walker Bueller will be facing Sam Hentages. Walker Bueller, um, 0-1 so far with an ERA, I think, close to 9. Um, what I'm just what I'm just interested in is that you got the Dodgers who are a powerhouse team, and you got the Indians who are trying to be a powerhouse team. Andres Jimenez has had a big week this week, and is looking to be look is and is looking like actually to be the starting shortstop heading into opening day for the Indians. And our last game for you to possibly watch will be the Milwaukee Brewers with the Chicago Cubs at 3:05. Brandon Woodruff versus Jake Arrieta. You got. You got a Cy Young potential player pitcher and Brandon Woodruff against a Cy Young, former Cy Young winner, and Jake Arrieta. That should be a good pitching matchup. I am interested to see what would happen. That might be something that I will look at a lot, a game I'll look at a lot today. So, again, 10th episode. Thank you to all my listeners out there. That is so. I'm so grateful that you actually kept with me and stuck with it because my 10th episode ever, and hopefully we can have a lot more. 10th week of MLB baseball, 52 weeks of MLB baseball. My name is Ian Young. I'm signing off, and I'll see you next Friday about around the same time that this 
podcast is ending, which is about 1.45. So I will see you next week, Friday. Thank you for listening, and please keep with it so we can have many more episodes. Thank you.